0: Welcome to Get Over It, the Consciousness Transforming Podcast for exceptional 21st Century Living. We have got an intriguing show. Folks, if you're looking to manifest and figure, we figure out, you know, I can't, create anything. Nothing good ever happens to me. Um, my guest today, C. James Jensen, is going to be talking about the book that was first written by Dr. Joseph Murphy um, back in 1963 entitled, Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Now, working with the subconscious is very powerful, which um, I'm going to call him Jim. Jim will explain to us. And um, a lot of your blocks in life you've probably somehow created via your, your subconscious mind. And we'll get more into that as the interview goes. But powerful information here, especially pertinent for this time of COVID. Um, this is the first time of the, the first day of the second shutdown in California, so I'm in the house looking out the window. And if you're not in, you should stay in as much as possible. Um, so that you don't catch whatever I've been there did that trust me not fun okay so you've got a lot of times to uh, read this book practice because you got to do the work (laughs) practice and I can guarantee and I usually don't use that word that your life will be different okay so this is time to Lay those tracks, if you will, to make things different. Now, the information shared on Get Over It uses intuitive and pragmatic insight to help you shift your consciousness to break through the blocks and release energy that is no longer needed. Yes, we're going to help you let go of the BS that is holding you back. But you guys know I always ask that question, are you really ready to? And by the way, folks, BS is belief system. Now, a bit about me for my new listeners, Intuitive Since Birth. I'm a third-generation intuitive with over three decades of experience supporting people to break through the blocks along their path. I'm a strategist for personal and professional transformation, revealing cutting-edge information that enables you to prosper and thrive. I spent twenty five successful years in corporate America as an executive sales professional and I am the founder of Healing Visions Ministries and the Northern California Children's Education Network, a five oh one C three nonprofit. I also author two books. I provide consultations and healings in all areas of life that heal the mind-body-spirit connection, allowing you to live your very best life. My clients tell me that I keep it real while providing them with accurate information to assist them along their journey as a spirit living a human existence. But they also say, if you really don't want to know, don't ask Monique. My background includes a doctorate in metaphysics, Reiki master teacher, ordained minister, and clinical hypnotherapist, so whether you are stressed, depressed, or possessed, I can help. To find out more about me and the services I offer, go to my website, nesmonickchapman.com, and I invite you to like me on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and LinkedIn. My guest today, C. James Jensen, began his career as a salesman with encyclopedia Britannica in his senior year of college. Within seven years, he had become international sales manager in charge of worldwide sales. At the age of 28, he became senior vice president and CEO of Great Books of the Western World, a division of the Encyclopedia Britannica. And in the same year, which was 1969, Jim and his wife, Jerry, attended a uh, four-day seminar that would have an incredible impact on their lives forever. And as a result, uh, Jim became a voracious student and ultimately teacher of the principles written in the book, Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And you can check him out at his website, and that is cjamesjensen.com, c-j-a-m-e-s-j-e-n-s-e-n.com. Welcome, Jim.
1: Well, thank you. It's delight. Uh, I'm delighted to be here and share some things with your audience. This will be fun.
0: Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. And you don't mind that I call you Jim, do you?
1: I would mind if you called me James, but I don't <laughs> mind that you call me Jim, because that's what everybody calls me.
0: Okay, yay. I love it when the guests and I are always on the same page. So this book, Expand the Power of Your Subconscious mind. It's old information with your uh, addition to it. I'm going to say your twist to modernize it for today's, I'm going to say non-thinkers because a lot of people don't think today. And um, it is very profound, the combination of the conscious and the subconscious mind. What prompted you after you took that four-day seminar and you learned a lot? What prompted you to come and basically Re-energize, reignite the information in this book.
1: Well, uh, thank you for your introduction, and I did get off to a quick start. And people would often, you know, ask me, Jim, what do you attribute to your success? And I'd say things like, well, you know, I'm very positive, got a lot of energy, you know, I work hard, and just a bunch of stuff, none of which would change the person asking the question, mm-hmm. and. It wasn't until my wife and I went through this seminar in 1969, the one that you mentioned. It was based on the teachings of Dr. Joseph Murphy. By the way, the name of his book is The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. And I renamed, so I used Expand to make it an additional addition to the, and I'll, I'll explain that in a moment. But the title of his book, written in 1963, was the power of your subconscious mind. And when I went through this four-day seminar, for the first time, I understood the principles of performance. And, you know, not just in our work, but in relationships, parenting, teaching, coaching, our personal health, everything. And I, for the first time, felt I had a toolkit that could be very, very effective Uh, obviously in the companies that I was working in, but in all these other areas of my life. And when the seminar was over, I went up to the teacher and the person who owned Omega Seminar. His name was John Boyle. And I Mm -hmm. affectionately poked him in the chest and I said, John, I said, someday I'm going to teach your seminar and someday I'm going to own your company. And he kind of looked at me like, yeah, right, kid. (laughs) Well, those those things came to pass. And uh, I actually ended up teaching the seminar for 11 years. I had four other instructors that were part of our team uh, that also taught the seminar. And I owned the company for 11 years and then sold it to somebody else. But uh, I think the, the most critical thing and gift that we can give your listeners today is to literally expand their understanding of the relationship between the conscious and the subconscious areas of our mind. Mm-hmm. And most of us know that the conscious area is the part that, while we're awake, I mean, it's doing all this talking right now. Uh, people are listening uh, through the, the conscious area of the mind and and talking to themselves about what they're going to do tonight. Da 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 da. And then the subconscious is so the teachings of the subconscious are quite limited in terms of what's taught in school. And most of us have been taught that the subconscious handles our bodily functions, which it does. It grows our hair, our nails, digests our food, heals a wound, and so on. But what most people don't fully understand is that the subconscious is a servo mechanism that works twenty four seven carrying out the instructions given to it by the conscious area of the mind and it's it's and by the way, positive or negative it's totally mm-hmm. non Uh mm-hmm. there's an example in the book we talk about an ocean liner going across the sea and the conscious area of the mind would be like the cat captain up in the helm of the ship barking out signals to the crew full speed ahead part starboard starboard 10 degrees north or whatever and -hmm. the crew would be like the subconscious down in the hold of the ship below the water level can't even see where the ship is going but they simply say aye aye sir carrying out the order not minding whether they run the ship into the rocks hit another vessel or get it safely to its destination so Mm -hmm. we have this incredibly powerful tool, and we need to increase our awareness that we talk to ourselves all day long at 150 to 300 words a minute, over 50,000 thoughts a day. Mm -hmm. So your audience right now, as they're listening to what we're saying or also talking maybe to a friend who could be in the room or, or, uh, you know, again, talking to themselves about what they're going to do the rest of the day. And we just need to increase our awareness that the subconscious, again, works 24-7, carrying out what the conscious mind really is telling it to do. And most people have not, I mean, that has really not been taught heavily in our schools yeah
0: no it, it needs to be it needs to be yeah. I mean, work
1: and we're and uh, i I used to say to John Boyle, who was the owner of Omega when I was started to learn to teach it. I said, John, where did you learn all this information?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he just muttered to me that he had studied with a fellow by the name of Joseph Murphy. He didn't tell me he'd written a book. <laughs> there was at that time there was no internet. I couldn't Google mm-hmm. Joseph Murphy, and it wasn't till two thousand five my wife and I were living in Santa Fe New Mexico and one of our salespeople came into my office he said you know Jim I've heard you speak and I think you might like this book and he put the book on my desk and it was called the power of your subconscious mind by Joseph Murphy and I thought oh my god is this (laughs) and it was where John Boyle had learned all of this information now Mm -hmm. what had happened is after I'd gone through this seminar, I really kind of got hooked. I mean, you had a point in your life where you just said, "Wow, I'm, <clears throat> I'm into it." You know, what you're doing, you're you're expanding the consciousness of, the, of all the people that you interact with, and passing along what you have learned and taught. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I started to become kind of a seminar junkie, and uh, I was also, by the way, on the board of directors for the. Institute of noetic sciences, which is north of where you live Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Uh, And I was on their board for 11 years and uh, I just continued to pick up new information That really uh, was beyond What Joseph Murphy wrote in 1963 and I felt there was an opportunity from the other teachers in my life to kind of do a synthesis of putting together additional information that we could take dr. Murphy's teachings into the 21st century Mm -hmm. Thus, the title expand the power of your subconscious mind and the entire text of his original book is included in our book it's part one of the book Mm
2: -hmm. and then
1: part two of the book is we take the reader uh, and expand the, the teachings that have occurred and the learnings that have occurred since Murphy wrote, first wrote his book you know, back in 1963. That's 57 years ago. So that's uh, the essence of how the book got written, and I'm so delighted to be chatting with your audience, and I'll respond certainly uh, to any questions or comments that you have, Monique, so fire away.
0: Okay, well, you had mentioned the story in your book about the um, ocean liner going across the ocean and, you know, the people working just following the orders. And I think, I'm not, I don't remember exactly, but I think in that same general area, you said something that really caught my attention. And that was, you don't get what you want in life. You get what you expect. And that your self-concept determines the outcomes in your life so talk to us a little bit more about not getting what we want how it comes to that we get what we expect and i'm quite sure that has a lot to do with the self-talk that you mentioned earlier and our concept of self and how that affects manifesting
1: well uh thank you that is a very important point and uh We don't get what we want, we get what we expect, unless what we want and what we expect are the same. Mm -hmm. So, again, the subconscious is non-judgmental. And if I expect every time I get up in front of a group to speak, I'm going to lose my place, I'm going to flub up, get nervous. I mean, a lot of people are frightened to death to get up in front of a large group and and talk. And so if I say, you know, I always God, I always screw up when I get in front of a group, and the subconscious just says, we got it, boss. We'll make sure you do. We'll take care of that. Mm-hmm. So we don't get what we want. We get what we expect unless what we want and what we expect are the same. So we have an opportunity because we came into the world as a totally empty vessel. We didn't have a thought, an opinion, and a belief about anything. Mm -hmm. But through well-intending parents, teachers, coaches, older siblings, we got a lot of data input. This is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is bad. And a lot of which, you know, was handed down from the grandparents and the great-great-grandparents along the way. And the Mm -hmm. last chapter, I think this is an important, important point, the last chapter in my book, Expand the Power of Your Subconscious mind. It's called Moving On, An Invitation to the Path of Enlightenment. Mm -hmm. And Lao Tzu, the famous, famous Chinese philosopher, said, in the process of learning, something is added every day. He said, in the process of enlightenment, something is taken away every day. And he said, visualize a tugboat going out in the ocean, pulling a big barge of garbage and all the energy that this little tugboat is expending to pull this garbage. The garbage isn't worth anything. And in that particular example, all we have to do is simply cut the line between the tugboat and the barge and free up the energy of this tugboat to move effortlessly through Mm -hmm. the water. So we do have an opportunity and... And this isn't being judgmental or blaming our parents or, I mean, you know, we just completed an election. And I'm going to guess that probably 95% of our voters, if they uh, tell people they're Republican, their parents were Republican. If they say they're a Democrat, their parents were a Democrat. And, you know, not giving a lot of thought to it, it doesn't mean that they don't really examine the candidates and, you know, vote for who they think is going to do the best job. Uh, But we we have inherited a lot of things that uh we just can take a a, we don't need to be we don't need to do this painfully but what are the areas that i have strong thoughts and beliefs on that are no longer serving me well Mm -hmm. that i can get rid of if i want to and then in the book we give the methodology and the teachings which is predominantly the proper way to use affirmations. I have so many people that have said to me, you know, I've tried affirmations. They just don't work for me. Mm
2: -hmm. And then I'll
1: ask them how they do an affirmation. And there's some missing points, and I'm happy to share that uh, with your audience if and when you think it's appropriate.
0: You can share it now.
1: Well, let's define an affirmation as a statement of fact or belief may not be true, that tends to lead us toward the end result that we expect. Because, as we said earlier, we don't get what we want. We get what we expect unless what we want and what we expect are the same. Okay. So uh, people that have said to me, you know, I've tried affirmations. They just don't work for me. I say, well, give me an example. And let's say somebody says, well, you know, I wanted to, I felt the need to lose 20, 30 pounds, and and I said, you know, I'm, I'm losing weight, I'm not overweight, you know. Well, and is that it? Yeah, I'd say that over and over. Okay, and that's how you just said that over and over. Well, no. Okay, uh, there are three steps in the affirmation process that we need to use. One is we write the statement of fact or belief. It doesn't have to be necessarily true, but we write the statement of what we're wanting to achieve in the first person present tense as though we had have already achieved it. And step two is we then create a picture in our mind as to what that looks like when we've achieved it. And step three is then... We have the feelings, we feel so good about that. I'll give you one real example, because I did actually use affirmations to lose some weight some time ago. I don't know, I must have been eating a little more and not exercising as much, but my good friend who I have my annual physical from, a medical doctor, said, Jim, you know, you might feel better if you lost about 25 pounds, and I said, you know, you're right, it's time, I'm going to do that. And my actual weight at that time, if I got on the scale, the little number said 225 pounds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I developed an affirmation, first person, present tense. I look good and feel good. Not I'm going to. I look good and feel good at 200 pounds. And I'd shut my eyes at step two and see myself walking into the office in that new suit having lost that weight and my fellow employees say, "Jim, you look so great since you've lost all that weight." And then I step 3, feel good and great about myself having achieved that. Now this is not an excuse to move our bed next to the refrigerator,
2: <laughs> but we do make
1: some we do make some realistic changes in the selection of uh-huh. our food and the quantity and time of day that we eat and everything else. But uh, we go into great detail, and I want to elaborate more because we you know we we take four days in the old days in the seminar to get all this stuff across to people but it 's in the book and mm-hmm. it's it 's very clearly spelled out and uh, I, I think your listeners, if they choose to read the book uh, will see so many great tools, and again, as I say, not just in their personal lives or their work life but again in their relationships in their teaching their parenting it's it's just god bless dr murphy he was brilliant to have figured all this stuff out and i think we've made some really uh, meaningful and valuable uh additions to his original yes. teaching
0: Yes, you have, and folks, we're speaking with C. James Jensen. The book is "Expand the Power of Your Subconscious Mind." It's available everywhere, and um, you know, folks, go get this book. And you know, I rarely say "go get it," okay, because you know, I generally leave leave it up to each his own. But this book will help you in this time that we're going through right now, especially while we have some quote downtime. So that we can adjust our thinking, adjust our lives, and it doesn't have to be doom and gloom unless you expect that doom and gloom. And Jim's website is C J. No, it's not. um C-J- yes, it is. It's c james jensen dot com. C James. All one word, all
1: lowercase. The initial C. James J A M E S Jensen J E N S E N dot com. Right. And there are there there are a lot of really good things in there that will benefit the uh, the people listening. Also, uh, you know, in this time that we're in, <laughs> candidly, mm-hmm. most bookstores are closed. And, and if somebody is, has a favorite bookstore, they go get their books at, uh, and they're not able to do that if the bookstore is closed. But you can also order the book on Amazon,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they'll deliver it right to your door.
0: Yeah, I think that's how and, and
1: Barnes and Noble, Barnes yeah, and Noble, they're, they're, they're they are open. And there oh. are bookstores that are open, but uh, uh probably 80% of the, the one-off, you know, retail, retail bookstores are probably not uh, open at the moment.
0: Okay. Now, um Jim, how successful uh, how how open are we because i can't get that word out right now after covid i can't speak well anymore um but how open are we to oral suggestion
1: well i'm going to give you one okay uh, because uh, rather than saying after the covid uh, i don't speak very well uh, that's an affirmation
0: <laughs> yeah it is and it's so coming
1: true i, I and had true. a i had a temporary i had a temporary setback in that My speaking was, you know, bothered a little bit, uh, but now my speaking is as great as it's ever been.
0: Okay, thank you. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Thank you. So I'm sorry. Repeat your question. I apologize. Um,
0: How open are we to oral uh, suggestion? If someone says something positive to us, sometimes we actually kind of hesitate and like, whoa, I don't know if I could do that. But if they say something negative, we're generally, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Even if you don't like it, we seem to accept it more. Why is that?
1: Well, there are several billion of us walking around the planet. We've all been raised in different cultures, different belief systems, some religions, some not. And... uh so if somebody says something that, you know, could be negative, uh, it's just an observation on the part of the person that is making this statement. But mm-hmm. we don't have to. I mean, if it's beneficial, if it's constructive, we could say to ourselves, you know, that probably is an area that I could make some changes. And mm-hmm. let's think of the tugboat, throwing the cutting the line with the garbage, you know. Uh, but... We are the captain of our own journey, and we have surrounded ourselves with a lot of very powerful people whose opinions we invite and enjoy. And and uh, but just because somebody said, you know, you're not good at this, or you're always, uh, you can never remember names. Well, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. That might be an observation of somebody else, but it's your choice. If that's the way you want to continue to be. And if you'd like to make that correction, then see the value in it. I mean, I've had very close friends and even family members that have at one time said, you know, I just have such a problem uh, remembering names. Uh-huh. And I said, well, let's see. Now that's an affirmation. I have such a problem remembering uh-huh. names. The subconscious says, hey, boss, we got it. We'll make sure, you know. Mm uh-huh. hmm so if it's as simple as you know it's interesting I used to keyword I used to have a little problem remembering names but boy today my memory is as good and as sharp as it's ever been and it gets better and better every day and where I'm especially great is in remembering names now that's an affirmation and just think of a computer data in data out right uh, uh, we program a computer with input and then it, things respond according in in alignment with the input and if we want to change things we can erase things in our storage tank in the computer we can reprogram new data if we have new information and the old data is no longer serving as well we change it mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. so we can do that uh, You know, it requires a discipline, which you've done with your life, in learning these things and practicing. But it all starts with the personal desire of the of the of the person. And you know, I would say your audience: Why are they listening to this program to begin with? Because they enjoy what you bring to them, the information that they can learn. And by the way, I, I'm bragging about Dr. Joseph Murphy, not Jim Jensen, and mm-hmm. and the other teachers that I've had that have helped me learn this data.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's all there. It's all there. And let me just say to you, uh, congratulations, you know, on the tremendous work that you do, Monique. And oh, thank you. And, congratula- and congratulations to your audience for taking the time in their lives to tune in and listen to your show.
0: Well, thank you. And um, I've got a fabulous audience. I know that they're appreciating everything that you're saying. And they do take it to heart. Um, And I'm grateful for that. And I've always said, "Wow, people listen to what I have to say. People listen to people that I bring forward. forward, And they do. And I am so um, eternally grateful for that. Now, Jim, let me ask you a question. What about, there's two F words. One's forgiveness and the other one is fear. And I think they both kind of loom large and connect on some level with our subconscious. So how can we get past fear using our subconscious mind? And then could you talk to us about the subconscious mind and forgiveness?
1: Absolutely. And also remind me to share with them the third area of the mind, which is the supra conscious. S
0: U P R A. Yes, that was coming next. Okay, now, uh, uh, the.
1: We. Well, let, relanguage your question again, because there's one part of that I want to focus on. You um,
2: were talking
1: about fear.
2: Yeah. No, no, um, I. I
1: Go I got it let let me mm-hmm. fear I have a little placard on my dresser and it has the letters F E a R as in fear and then underneath are the words that say false expectations appearing real false expectations appearing real
2: mm-hmm.
1: so Fear It doesn't mean that we shouldn't pay attention and not go out and walk across the freeway with cars going 70 miles an hour. That would be very smart. But uh, uh, we have, you know, uh, uh, also the word mistake. I always use that as two words. It was a mistake. And we've all seen movies where at the end of the movies they'll sometime uh, sh- uh, show the outtakes of when the film was being made, and these are show the actors making a big or a big you know guffaw, and and who laughs the hardest? At what they do this is the actors themselves. Mm-hmm. So you know it's like okay, take two, take three. Ah, you got it. Great. Okay. So a mistake. A mistake is just a mistake. It's not nothing. It's it's not something we need to carry around, and say, "Gosh, I always do that. I'm so bad at that." Da 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 da, da which is just silly. But we, uh, the the information we're talking about is really not taught in schools, or predominantly taught in schools. So fortunately, we do have a toolkit here, and others toolkits out there that the listener can get a hold of and learn things about performance uh, that they may not have previously been taught Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: that is what we're talking about here so fear uh, we should pay attention if we're in a situation that you know we could be harmed or somebody else could be uh, we, we need to just be careful and, and pay attention but we don't need to lay awake at night in, in a state of fear playing over and over something that may or may not happen or the world's falling apart you know it's really interesting you should bring up the word fear because in this pandemic condition that really the mm-hmm. world seems to be in right now I know mm-hmm. it's nothing in my I'll be 80 on my next birthday and it's nothing I've ever experienced before
2: mm-hmm. yeah
1: and uh so it, it is different, and we'll get through all this. And it doesn't mean that there aren't some, you know, casualties and, and people that lo- lose their life along the way here, but people lose their life driving a car. It doesn't keep most of us from getting in, in our car and going and driving, but we pay attention. We're careful. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, and again, the thing with a mistake, if if we – club up and make a mistake, you know, rather than laying in bed awake and I'd say, why do I always do that? I always screw up when I do that. You know, uh, hey, wait a minute, time out. It was just a mistake. Next time I'm going to, and then we state and see mentally in our minds our performance our performance evolving perfectly without that mistake, so we just change the visualization, our self-talk in describing that condition, unless it's something we want to happen all the time. <laughs>
2: you mm-hmm.
1: know. So that is how I would respond to that.
0: Okay. So talk to us a little bit about forgiveness.
1: Well, uh, it all has to be something we desire. It, it should be a want to, not a have to. So if we find ourselves being overly critical about a situation or about a person and we tend to you know, beat up on them or say things that may not be supportive and loving, now if they're doing something that we totally don't agree with and we think is, you know, then we can decide if we want to discuss that with them or not. Mm-hmm. But if we make a mistake, please forgive yourself and just think of it as the actors. And these are, by the way, top actors in the world. But when they make a, when they produce a film, they have a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. So just think of it as a mistake. I, you know, what I did was it's not like me, but I did flub up and stub my toe. And next time, that's the key next time, and then we visualize
2: Uh our
1: performance Uh next time without Uh making Uh that mistake. So we just reprogram our software. Hey, that happened. It's in the past. Uh, It's not going to happen again. Okay, just Yeah, and I think the other thing I would add to that, when is the only time there is, is now. There is no past. There are past nows, and there is no future. Somebody says, "Oh, there is too." I say, "Well, go ahead. We'll wait. I want to see what you're doing." You know. So, mm-hmm. if uh, a timeline, if we can really understand, the only time there really is is now. Th- when's the only time we can be happy? Now. Yeah. Now, if we let, if we want to interfere with our nowness by dragging some garbage along the way for something that we did yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, that's up to us or we can let it go. Mm-hmm. And and because we're not going to change, we can change, we can't change what we did in that state of nowness then, but we can change now how we choose to feel about that. It was a mistake. So what? I love myself unconditionally. That ought to be our number. Our first and second affirmation
2: mm-hmm.
1: ought to be, I love myself unconditionally, We use the word unconditionally for emphasis. And number two, I have warm regards for all people at all times. And, you know, it doesn't mean if we see somebody strangling somebody that we have warm regards for them, so there are (laughs) exceptions to that. But it's just the, the attitude of life that we have. I love myself unconditionally. I have unconditional warm regards for all people at all times. So we can interfere with our happiness now by worrying about something in the future that may or may not happen. It doesn't mean that we're not attentive to the future now is coming up in, in our planning and what we do and so on, but if we want to be happy, the only time we can be happy is now. And when that little voice says, yeah, but what about, it said, hey, just a minute, time out go play with somebody else. I'm choosing right now mm-hmm. to really enjoy this moment. And uh so we're not we're not careless in especially how we plan our future nows. And and you know the reason they put bumpers on automobiles is because a mistake is part of our life experience.
0: Yeah, they have insurance. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: but I love how the actors just laugh their tails off, seeing themselves really flub up
2: mm-hmm. on,
1: on part of a production of the film. The producers say, "Okay, that's enough. Take two. We're going to do it again." You know? Yeah. <laughs> and these and, are professions. so that's just a, you know, we're, we're going to have a few mistakes along the way, but let's learn from them. Let's let, let's say, you know, that that's not going to happen again. And and or if it is, I'm going to feel different about it.
0: So. Okay, so all a shift in mindset. So talk to us about the superconscious. I talk a lot on the show about the conscious and the subconscious, but rarely the superconscious. So talk to us about that.
1: Well, again, uh, I'm not aware of where the in our school, our education system, they talk about the third area of the mind, which is the supra, S-U-P-R-A. Supra-conscious, supra means above consciousness. And this is the part of our overall consciousness of which we all are part of that contains all information and all knowledge in the universe. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, somebody might have been working on a problem and they get a little frustrated and they're not thinking about it and they're out doing something fun, they're going for a walk or riding a bike, and they get this what we call blinding flash of the obvious. And they say, oh, my God, that is the perfect solution. And then they'll usually say, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Well, who did? It's the supraconscious. Okay. Now, we, we give five steps of how to use the supraconscious. 90%, 95% of our problems, things we're dealing with, we can, we can solve at the conscious level. So one, we get very clear, what is it I'm working on? What's the problem? What is it I want to figure out? And we define that. Two, we go to our subconscious and say, okay, what data? By the way, the subconscious stores all of the data since birth in mm-hmm. our minds. And you would know as a therapist that going through age regression hypnosis is taking the subject enabling them to get into the hidden data stored in their subconscious that they're not recalling at the moment at the conscious level. Right. So we, we, we say to the subconscious, all right, uh, hell, I want to get a solution to this. Let's work on this. And boom, 90 95% of our problems we get solved that way. But what about those things that we kind of say, I just can't seem to figure this out? I've spent enough time on it. I I want to get this solved. We're we're going to turn this over to the supraconscious. And we say to the supraconscious, I'd like to turn this issue that I'm working on over to you, and uh, please provide me with the perfect solution and answer to this. And if there's a time uh, time element involved, say, I need to have this not later than by the 15th of the month. And thank you very much. Now, here's step five. Is we and by this all outlined in the book. We mm-hmm. get busy doing something else, and we don't take the problem back. We fully trust that the superconscious will deliver this. I'll tell you uh, one story. When I was president of a company in Portland, Oregon, we were working with an issue that we were stymied. We were ex- expressing that we were stymied with not finding a proper solution to a marketing issue. And on a Friday, I brought all of our our four or five of our top marketing people into my office, and also I brought our corporate secretary, we called them in those days, and I said, please take some minutes and notes of what we're going to discuss here. I said, okay, here's the marketing issue we've been working on. And, you know, we've been working on this for a couple of weeks, and we're we're not, do do we all agree we're not satisfied that we've got the perfect answer? And everybody said, yeah. I said, okay, you've been through this training. Let's all turn it over to our superconscious. We're going to meet in my office at 10 o'clock Monday morning, and we'll have a perfect solution to this. So they all agree to turn it over to the superconscious. We go enjoy our weekend. And on Monday, we regroup in the office. And I say, okay, what's the perfect solution? And our little corporate secretary raises her hand. She couldn't spell marketing. Mm-hmm. But she says, Jim, can I can I ask a question? You know, I was... I was gardening over the weekend, and I had turned this over to the SuperCon, and I thought, is there any reason we couldn't do And then she goes, one, number one, number two, number three, number four. All the eyes of the marketing people, geniuses, including myself, get as big as thoughts. like, oh, my God, that is the perfect, perfect solution.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so when we learn to work with this, and I'll, I'll share also an example that every listener has had of where the supraconscious comes into play. Let's say we're going for a trip tomorrow and we have an early morning flight. We normally get up at six in the morning, but we're gonna get up at four tomorrow morning. And we don't necessarily go to bed earlier. We might go to bed later because we're doing last minute packing. And let's say, Monique, you and I are going somewhere. So I set the alarm for four, I wanna get up at four, I call you, Mm -hmm. I say, Monique, would you do me a favor and please call me at four to help make sure I'm awake? You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, great. Now we go to sleep, we're sound asleep, and we wake up with a start, just like snap, and the room is totally black, and we look around, we think,
2: hmm,
1: we look over toward the alarm clock, and as we do, the minute hand is proceeding from 3.59 to 4 at that moment, and zip, the alarm clock goes off. Mm -hmm. We turn off the alarm, zip, the phone rings, it's Monique, time to get up, Oh, I'm awake, thank you but what woke us up? It was this incredible, strong feeling. I can't oversleep. I must wake up at four o'clock in the morning. And I'll bet you that more than half your audience right now is shaking their head up and down. Yep, yep, I've had that happen. And that's the supraconscious. So we have a whole section on the supraconscious and there's ways that we can use it that can help us in our performance and and help us in all areas of our life.
0: Okay. Well, Jim, when we go to your website, cjamesjensen.com, what are we going to find there?
1: Well, uh, you'll see a lot of uh, information that we've been talking about here. There's one uh, link called Interviews, and your program of what we're doing with our people here will probably be uh, included there. That's what Deborah puts together for us. But mm-hmm. it'll also have uh, other interviews that we've had with people. Uh, there's a speech that I was invited to be the keynote speaker uh, for an, an audience up in Canada, mm-hmm. uh, 500 salespeople. And I do this in 40 minutes, and it's just the information we've been talking about today. Apollo Ono, it was the founder of that company. He's the world famous speed skater,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: he uh, invited me to come up and talk to his group, and it was really fun. So there's a whole bunch of information, more information, that the uh, person looking at the website can go through and find the parts that they resonate with and want to hear more about.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's
1: all based. Um, it's all based on all, on performance. It's all yeah. based on. Uh, ways to enhance our performance, our physical performance, our mental performance, our teaching, our managing, our relationship, everything. And there's some wonderful, wonderful third-party people like yourself who contribute, as you are now, so much to this field of study.
0: Okay. Well, thank you for that. And, folks, you know, um, check out the website. And, again, that's cjamesjensen.com go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever get the book. It's an investment. I always talk about investing in yourself, okay? So there's a very small investment of, um, on the back of this book, it says 16.99 US. But you go to Amazon, I bet it's less. Um, but that small investment will help you. And, you know, if you got friends and you can like do a Zoom thing and they don't have the book, perhaps you guys could get together and via Zoom or FaceTime, whatever it is that you use and share information and talk and help each other okay because this is the time truly this is the time to institute to, the thinking for change and therefore you will bring positive change to your life um jim i really appreciated having you on uh, this hour what pearl of wisdom would you like to leave with our audience today
1: well uh There's no accident that your audience is listening to this program today Mm -hmm. and that the content that we've shared with them is something that, let's say, that Superconscious or some higher source uh, said will be important to the listener. Uh, So do what, what Onique suggested and go get a copy of this book, and I'm not trying to promote the sale of my book I'm trying to share with you what I have been blessed to have learned Mm -hmm. from originally the teachings of Joseph Murphy and then from the others that are part two of the book and Mm -hmm. it's uh, I I gave this to a friend who's extremely well read you know PhDs and he's from Sri Lanka Mm -hmm. lives in in uh, Florida and he said, Jim, I, uh, this book, Murphy's Teachings, are so incredible. I read about, I can't read more than two or three pages at mm-hmm. night before I go to sleep.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I, as I'm going to, I lay in bed and I replay what I just read in my mind. And it's so powerful and this fellow shared with me, I mean, after a week or two, he says, I'm already making certain changes in how I talk to myself, mm-hmm. in how my wife and I interact, and so on. I'm sharing with her what I'm learning. So it is very, very powerful stuff, and we're delighted that we're part of the group that's bringing this to a broader segment of our population uh, than may have previously knowing the value of the content that we're discussing on your show today.
0: Yeah, and thank you so much for bringing it forward because now, as you mentioned, it's truly the right time. So, Jim, thank you for being with us today. I greatly appreciate it. To the audience, I thank you. And as always, I'm truly honored, um, and I appreciate your time and attention. And please remember that the most important choice that you can make is what you choose to make important. Consider making the masterful choice of expanding the power of your subconscious mind. Abundant blessings, light, and love to all. Agape.